Today's shear is taken from this safer. Safer was put up. There's Moshkech and then you saw Moshe Eisman. He's still alive, he's not well. It's put, it, was, it was taken from his shmuzen. Um, one of his grandsons his grandson, uh, put, put, put it together. Uh, it's quite delicious. You can say that about the savor. Um, it really. So he, he has a piece of here which I'm, I don't have to read all of it inside. It's, it's English is definitely easier to read than rehearses. I take that back. It's not definitely. Sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, it's easier to read than rehearses. Um, um, but you know, we'll look at some some pieces inside. Oh, I did the the the. The chat has the link to the. So, um, so interesting. Parshas Kisi. So, in in the, in the the year that this was said, it was post Purim, uh, in a regular year, Parshas Tzav is Parshas Zachar. Ninety nine percent of the time, and Kisi says the Shabbos after Purim. Um, so he told my Parshas Kisi. So he talks about Purim. Then he goes back to Parshas Kisisa, because he talks about Masas Shekel, which uh, is connected to Purim, and it's also connected to Parshas Kisisa. So that's the, the, flow of, of the flow of the piece. Um, so I mentioned some of these ideas. I said the Shmuz, Shmuz and Yeshiva on, the, on the Tuesday. I mentioned some of the ideas there in the Shmuz. You see it more directly how he says it, as opposed to what I did with it. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's sitting there and he's, in, he, and he's introspecting post perm. Did we use perm properly? Did we absorb the message to perm? So help us to absorb, like, and theoretically, any event that a person lives through, a person will, will stop and contemplate afterwards what I take, what I take away from it, what, what, what I walk away with. Um, I guess that's, you know, by him, that's, like a, that's another portion. That's what you're going to expect is going to happen. Um, he says, in an ideal world, the weekend term would be reserved for introspection. Uh, we need to ask ourselves whether they took home the correct messages from Purim, where they're probably applying them to our lives. Um, um, we meet people now and ask them, how was, how was their simplest Purim? You ask ourselves about the purpose of this simple. What are we supposed to do with it? Where does our simplest Purim find expressions in our own lives? How do we take what we've had, experienced, and practice the Lamaisa? Theoretically, the Lamar says that the Chassin the Risharnim used to spend an hour in the actual tefillah, an hour before the tefillah, an hour after the tefillah. So the Veld asks, I understand the hour before the tefillah, so you need to prepare yourself to go into the state of tefillah. You can't just jump into the world of tefillah. To feel, true tefillah requires preparation. And when, you know, we see that most directly in chakras, you know, we have all this preparation which brings leads us to Shmanesra. We don't just jump straight into Shmanesra. Tefillah is da'amidah, right? Right. So, the Morris says, what do they do for the hour afterwards? You know, the, so the hour after, the Morris says, they, they, they meant to sit nine hours a day during davening. What happened with their pranas? So the Morris says, you know, they had siyata to Shmanesra. Good. Right. Shachar and Hamar, they did an hour before preparation before each tefillah, an hour after each tefillah. The tefillah itself took an hour. Um, Raya Kaplan makes a cheshman, that means they, if, if, you, if, you, if they use the Arshman Esrei, 
it took him seven seconds to say each word. If you, if you pause on each word in Shmonesra, seven seconds, it'll take you an hour to say the whole Shmonesra. If you ever, if you ever thought about the math. Wow. So, I'm not getting involved in why they dabble so slowly. The question is, what do they do for the hour afterwards? So some people come with the answer, sort of like, whatever they were able to reach in that, in that hour, they're clearly reading, reaching, the Rana Yoda says that it's a true act of tefillah, a person reaches the state of he reaches the state of close to leaving physical, physical boundaries. It's so close to the concept of the void. That's the truth feeling. According to the Bader, you reach close to the state of person who's able to move into the spiritual realm, not say physical. So you need time to sort of like come back down. You know, you need an hour. You know, post the feeling to sort of land back down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other understanding of it is, I think I mentioned to you once that my father, when once he once he retired, like every day after davening. You know, he used to go to Baltimore. He would sit down and he'd put his head forward on the bench in front of him. And, uh, they changed the, the tables now, but they had benches in those days. And he put his head down and he would stop and think about what what did I what did I learn now? What did I absorb? What what message do I want to take my tefillah with me for the rest of the day? Right, so that was so theoretically that should happen every every mitzvah that we do. It, that would be the right way of doing it, you know. But, but okay, you know, let's let's uh, let's not push it, right? <laughs> So the Moor says that the Yehudim Ha'isa Ara Basimcha Basalsa Mikor, and Chazal Darshan that the Yehudim Ha'isa Ara Ara Zutara, and the Moor brings a positive to support each one of those, Kinnir Mitzvah Tara Or, Simcha is referring to Yom Tif, Mishamata Mechagecha, Sosim is referring to Mila, Sosim is referring to Shalorov, and Yikar is thrilling that they have. So the Moor says that, now, he says, one second. What does that mean? They didn't lose. The, it wasn't like Hanukkah that there was a Xerah, they can't do the mitzvahs. You can picture that the Kaiser was what was limited to doing the mitzvahs, and um, and now they got them back. So they said, "Oh, we got the mitzvahs." They never lost the mitzvahs. So what does it mean? They got. We're saying that now that now they had Ara and Simcha and Sosamikar, which they didn't have beforehand. So that's the question. Um, I'm just going to do one second. Excuse me, one second. Here you go through. There you go through. Oh, I just got to drive a sheet right now. Maybe just put just some of the so, so what does it mean? So he said like this. Kaisal had experienced a tremendous miracle, and in his aftermath, these same mitzvahs took on a brilliant new light. What they went through, they started looking at mitzvahs differently. The light of Purim was infused into their terror, its joy into their yomtiv. The Sosan now animated their mitzvahs of Mila, and the Tzvillin shone with the honor of the day. Everything they did was uplifted. So now the question is, that's what they did with their Tzvillin, their, their Purim. What can we do with our Purim? It is up to us to find a way to do the same with our prayer. Um, prayer it's our, our beautiful outpouring of joy is also testing grounds. We have to look to change our lives for the better based on experiences on the prayer. Okay, so 
he takes it, it's not a fascinating idea. Because the, 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 the Pasuk, the, the Kapitel Tillam, Kapitel Chabbeis, so Chazal said that this was actually the tefillah that Esther said when she went to Achashverosh. Um, so the, the Chazal say why is it called Ayelus Hashachar? Ayelus Hashachar is the there's a star which shines out right before Alois. So it's not a loss yet. It's not daytime yet. It's the last thing, last shine before, before uh, the beginning of the day. So Morris says that just like Masha, the the Elias Shach has a soif call Laila, is Av Esther soif call Hanisim. So Morris says so Esther is the end of Nisim. So Morris says what's the Chanukah, and the Morris says that Nitli Kasev. This is the last nace which is going to be recorded in Tanakh. So, Rabbi Eisen was extremely, is extremely, he's not well, but when he spoke, he was, a, he was, he was, he's a Yaakov, so he, he's not very demonstrative, but he's very emotional. Okay? Usually you picture emotional and make demonstrative. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's inside of him, but there's a lot of regish inside of him. So he said like this, if this is the last Sefer which Hakadosh Baruch gave us before we go into Golas, certain, so this is like the last. This is the last story we're going to get. What are you telling me? Your last story? You give your last directive. So you can almost hear the following: My entire Kindelach, you're heading to Golas now. We're going to be separated for a long time. You must know how to act in Golas. How it is is that a Yid must behave. Your model will be the story of Purim. Learn it once and then learn it again. Think about how Yid of that time lived their lives. What do they do with their next Purim? Ara, Zutara, etc. They took and infused their Yiddishkeit with its meaning and its depth. This is the kind of life I want you to live. A deep life, a meaningful life. Life where every single action is layered with thought and purpose. So that's how he hears the story of Purim. It's like the last will and testament in a certain sense. I'm not giving any, any open directives anymore of how I want you to live. This is the story. I want you to take this story and use that as the directive of how to live your life in Golas. This is what life in Golas is going to look like, and this is what I want you to do. As I say these words, I'm blushing to the roots of my hair. I'm thinking about how I prefer the mitzvah of the shekel this past week. Okay? We're all familiar with the routine. Tanis Esther just before Mincha, everyone crowds around the tinfoil pan, which got me misplaced three half-dollar coins. Each person starts to arrive, he puts his money in, picks up the coins to acquire them, and places the back of the pan. I'm mortified to admit that I did, that is exactly, precisely what I did. No one was put down, the coins were picked up, the coins were set back down, and I walked out. I fulfilled the halacha perfectly, but the experience did not touch me at all, not even one little bit. Yeah. So how was it supposed to touch me? What, what, are you, what, what are you supposed to feel when you do Master of the I have to admit, I'm not blushing to the roots of my hair, I have to tell you that. I, <laughs> I, I never thought about it. Like, what are you supposed to think when you do Master of the Shackle? Like, what's... Right? He has another five, page, five and a half pages. Really? So the, rest of the, the rest of the piece is about Master of the Shackle. Okay. So, so why do we give Master of the Shackle? So, in the month of Adar, 
there was a mitzvah, there was a chiv, to donate a master's hashakot to the base of English. One master's hashakot, not three. One. And there were, there were shluchim which came around to all the, all the places, and they collected the master's hashakot, and they brought it back to the base of English. And that was what we used to buy the carbonus. Starting with Rosh Nissan, anyone that they had from last year's Shkolim was used, set for other purposes. And from now on, the components for the next 12 months are going to be bought with this money which is brought in. Now, it was, it was, it was only a mitzvah men from the age of 20. Like in this, like this is um, So, the law actually says, by the way, that when you give, we give Masa Shekel, you should actually say we're giving something Zechel Masa Shekel, because you say Masa Shekel, that's a very dangerous phrase. Sounds like you're being or something to the base of English. Because uh-huh. that's what Masa Shekel was. So you should say that you're giving this Zechel Masa Shekel. Okay? Uh-huh. So, now, so we do this as sort of like a, a, a minig, it's not, a, it's not, there's no Makar the Gemara to do this. This minig was established. Doesn't say, it's not clear to me when exactly it was established. It's not one of the mitzvahs of Purim. Um, it, it's become a minute so which is binding. That's why you, you, shouldn't, you can't use, you can't use Meister money for it. The rule is you can't use Meister money for a mitzvah which you're to do. This now became a binding minute so, And you have to, the Ramah says our minute is to give three. So where the three come from? So the Ramah says, why? Um, uh, the Makor is, Ramah is actually getting it from a, uh, a Mordechai, one of the Rishonim, because it says three times in the parsha in, in this week's parsha, you see, so it says Trumas Hashem. It says three times Trumas Hashem. So now, what we're doing is an act of giving Truma to for Kodesh Baruch. So now that's a whole new ball game. If I think about what I'm doing, is I'm giving a Truma to Hashem. Right? That has to evoke some type of emotion or regish more than just well, here's the, here, here Hashem, here's the book, you know. Your zaycha to give something to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that that has to be an extraordinary moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so uh, look at them again, and this time pay attention to the words that are said in bold. It has the bottom. It has the words on the bottom. So the Rishon Moshe Shalem Marki says, "Rosh Beni Yisrael, if Kodeshem, Masu Ish Karvin Avshel Hashem, if Kodeshem." Well, you have heaven that can be so. Zayit no. Kolar Rav Kudma Master Shekel B'Shekel Kedush. Esrim Gira Shekel Master Shekel Tumal Hashem. Master Shekel Tumal Hashem. Kolar Rav Kudma Master Shekel Tumal Hashem. You take Tumal Hashem. Hashir Lo Yerbeva Allah Yol Mit Mimachis Hashekel. Let's hit the Tumal Hashem. Let's bring the Hashem Zechem. Says Master Shekel three times. It says in the parasha, right? Master Bishal Kodesh is going to show Master Shekel Tumal Hashem. Then Master Shekel three, Master Shekel three times, and it's Tumal Hashem three times. Which is, why couldn't it just say, this is strange. After the first mention of these words, we already know the purpose of this is Tumal, it is for Hashem. Why do you have to hear it again and then a third time? You gave Master Shekel, which is Tumal Hashem. And you have a key to get Master Shekel, and we explain the details of the Master Shekel. So we say Master Shekel three times, because we have to explain the details. I got it. Why do you have to keep, say, why do you have to keep saying it's Tumal Hashem? Um, 
When we do, we put the two issues together, the whole picture is sparkling clear. Why am I giving the truth, this truth of a half shekel? It's for Hashem. It's for Hashem. It's for Hashem. Over and over, we have the importance of this truma drilled into us. The term of this message is so critical, it's repeated no less than three times, although at, without any, anything more than the meaning of the time shot. So, no wonder we are bidden to give one for each mention. Each time we reach in our pocket to pull out yet another half dollar, we're supposed to build upon that excitement. There's another truma for who? For Hashem. One more time. Who? For who? For Hashem. One more time. For who? For Hashem. See what I mean? He. he He's the Baal Regish, yeah. right? He talks, uh, <laughs> totally an aside. So his daughter, um, his son-in-law, the daughter and son-in-law lived in, were in Tells together. We overlapped in the Carmel in Tells, Risa Schwartz. Um, and she's actually a well-known speaker for women, Mrs. Schwartz. My wife told me a story. My wife and her are good friends. So, but one time... A woman says to Mr. Schwartz, I love your father's tapes. No, I love it. They're, they're, they're fascinating. There's depth to them, there's a brilliance, etc. She says, Well, that's so nice. She says, Yes, he has such a soothing voice. It always helps me fall asleep. <laughs> it's like, What? You know, he does. He, he, the whole schmooze, it's dangerous to listen to when you're driving in a car. It's just so pleasant. He doesn't yell, he doesn't scream, he doesn't raise his voice. It's the same with a little bit of a smile. It just talks like this. It just talks to the same. It's monotone. It's like, it's dangerous. <laughs> but they're saying that he's not demonstrative. But the words, the, the language is, is, is so powerful. Such a fusive excitement cannot, never, can never arise from one just act, one act of giving. There has to be some way of re- reinforcing it. And that's why we give three. With each and every click of the half-dollar coin, we build upon our excitement of this mitzvah till it culminates with a spectacular joy over the extraordinary mitzvah we have just bought at the cost of one and a half dollars. So what does it mean, Trumas Hashem? So we haven't explained Trumas Hashem yet, but I'm doing it once. I'm doing it, the third time you push it like you're jumping out of your skin. Right? So far, I think we might start blushing to the roots of our hair by the time we're finished. That's definitely not how we've done Master Shekel up to this point. Rishim Shafal explains that the church of the word truma is ramah, which means uplift. By giving this half shekel, we become uplifted, find ourselves ever closer to Hashem. Version, we have figured out how to make this mitzvah run more efficiently. Not only do we not have to scrounge around for the actual 50 cent coins, but the Gabbai has even raised the need for us to pick up the three coins individually. We have it easy, but there's a price to pay for convenience. When these come in, the thoughtfulness runs out. Patching the three coins together, we've clearly lost the opportunity for meaning and, and growth. If we would actually do three in the actual giving, perhaps we would glean something from the experience. We do not. And, and this act, as we're building up excitement of Rosh Hashem, has gone completely over our heads. We lost this idea of the, the building to a crescendo. Doing the same thing again and again. Right. So this is his first point. There was only a mitzvah they gave once. The idea of you giving to, to, for a korban to the base of mitzvah is probably, it, in and of itself, draws you in. Or it should, at least. 
Oh, the guy is here. Okay, give me, give me, give me a master shekel. You're like, you don't know. No, that's not. You, know, you, know, you can make anything. You dumb down anything, right? Um, now, why only from age twenty and up? Meeker didn't. It's only chiyav. Master shekel was of the Mishnah. Was only chiyav from age twenty and onwards. As opposed to most Mishnahs, were started at the age of at age of thirteen. Um, so first point is only age twenty and up. There's a minute to give her children as well, but the mice it's not. The Iker Chiyav was Bizman Chazal. Over the people which are over Al-Bakudin, which that the Torah says explicitly is, is from Benes to Bishon of Amal. So what do over Al-Bakudin mean? So Hirsch translates this phrase as to those who pass into the ranks of the counted. Over Al-Bakudin doesn't mean you pass by the counting. You you tr- you're over, you transfer into the ranks of those who are counted. At the age of 20, isn't that incredible? The Puzzle is telling us that there are two groups of people in the world. On the one hand, there are the amorphous, teeming, faceless, and sorry, massive people. These are the uncounted. And those who will collect the shkolim for the shkolim are witnesses to an incredible transformation, which each clean on the half shekel, one of these figures joins a very different group. Now he's a pakud, a counted person, one who's given over, telling given over to Hashem's service. He's joined the group of those which are designated for a purpose. Remember, we spoke about Hirsch understands the word Pakid. The person was appointed to a job. Remember that? Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Hirsch has a fascinating thing. You say Pakat Pakadati. The Gaul you saw is much as a manager to come and say Pakat Pakadati. So the Velt asked the Kasha, the Ramban already asked the Kasha. So Yosef tells the brother that's a sin. So you want to know if the guy's coming and he's not a charlatan? The faker coming to redeem you? Well, see, he says, you're good. If not, not. The only problem is everybody in the knew the secret. So it's not a very good, good simon. Not a good code. Not a good code. So the Ramban answers and he says, there's one person who did not know as much as he grew up in, he grew up in the palace. So for him, it's a good simon. That's Ramban's answer. See, we said For everybody else, the guys would mean nothing. But Moshe Rabbeinu would use that language. That's insignificant. That's significant. But verse says that you find the word pekid. It doesn't mean just. The Moshe says, "I'm going to come and redeem you." So go galti, hoshea, hoshea, hoshati. What's pekid pekadati? Right. So pekid is more along the lines of, of, of a numbering or a designating. So it's a pekid. The person was appointed to a responsibility. If the guy comes and says, listen, I'm here to save you, he's a charlatan. He says, I'm here to take God of Mitzrayim to give you a job, responsibility. Then he's, then he's the real deal. The only person who can say that is a person who has what to offer afterwards. I, I can tell you I'm here to save you. It might be true, it might not be true. But I can't say, what am I, what am I offering you afterwards? What's the plan? Well, we're going to Arsini. That's all part of the that's the gula. The gula isn't leaving Mitzrayim. The gula is being appointed into a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch. So Bikita is being appointed into having a, having responsibility. That you are now that becomes who you are. You're designated for this purpose. You giving your when you give that that coin, what's happening is we're saying right now you don't live for yourself anymore. You're part of the people of Klaisel who have responsibility to make sure Klaisel runs properly. You're part of the Claudius Store, which is here to, to be, be Hashem's nation. That happens in this age. 
Um, ever so suddenly, the second group grows until the very last half shekel is placed down, and then that is it. Everybody's been counted. So we can now enter a new year of bring bonus with every single yid on board. Okay? Now, so he talks about why it's a half a shekel. Um, what about the half shekels of why a half, why not a whole? So this is all that he says, that idea half, the many things here is the fact that nobody can ever contribute more than a half. Shem created the human experience in such a way that nobody can ever do the whole job. It's always rely on others to bring any, any endeavor to fruition. That's what Chazal means, You're not responsible for the entire job because Hashem will never give you, ever give you that capability. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I've never heard that before. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> it was worth it to come tonight. So I can go home now. Yes. <laughs> no, 100%. Now, it says... Now it's all gravy. <laughs> it's all downhill from here, okay? It's <laughs> all gravy. That's, that's we must look at the coin itself a little more closely. How a shekel broken down? It's 20 geiru. means a half a shekel will amount to 10 geiru. Do you understand the implications of that? Ten is a number that symbolizes shlemus. We know that the idea of ten is a complete ten. Sarah's a Ten always represents a full thing. So you're saying it's a half, or you're saying it's ten. So make up your mind: is it half or is it ten? She was telling us that although you will never be able to do more than half, that half that you can do must be a ten. You must have to give it everything you have. No amount of money, no amount of knowledge can be unused when it comes to Rosh Hashem. So the same issue says, you're not going to finish everything, it's not your job. But what you can do, you have to do with, 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 all, of your, with all of your talents. Who gives these 20 year olds? Now, why not the kids? Because children are not designed to be givers yet. Well, here's your life, children are takers, and that's how it should be. The 20 year old sitting in the threshold of adulthood on the cusp of building his own life is invited to participate. Hashem says, I want to give you a crash course in adulthood. Give a half a shekel, which is ten geira. Think about what that means. Living this moment forward, you must do your part. And he will realize that your, yours is only a part of a larger whole. You must never make sure that you give your whole part. But there is an adult is someone who is totally devoted to giving himself over to others. So that's why that's what the twenty-year-old. He actually took out of this, this like the basic halachas of the mitzvah. It's like he it like he's seeing a whole world here. It's just. It's, You're by definition capable of completing the job, which is about the half denomination, but you must give it your all, which is about the value of 10 that makes up that half. That is what turning your all is. He's someone who's overall, because who's passing the ranks of the counter. We're repeating ourselves over here, but, but, but what is being said is so incredible. It horrifies me to reflect on how I did the midst of this year. Acquired the coins, put them in, and walked on, but not a single one of these thoughts passed through my mind. We must be more thoughtful about the way we, which we do everyday things. Far too often we, we, we perform them by roads. Um, perhaps the reason why we do this is that we're trained in a certain way. We don't philosophize much. We're trained to make the action of the Mitzvah primary and ensure that we do it with the most hitter way. We must realize that being, doing it in a thoughtful way is the biggest hitter of all. Um... um So now, um, he, he has one more thought he wants to come up with. Well, I think this year with a thought I do not believe I have shared before. 
There's a fundamental difference between the, this truma and the one we read about in Parshish Truma. That was also called Truma. You take Truma Sashat, right? So the Truma there is a Truma which every, every person gave according to the, whatever they wanted, what they could afford. The funds were based on the generosity of each donor. Everyone contributed what he or she wanted. Kravati provided was left clearly, they get, they get to choose themselves. Over here, it's, we said, Everybody has to give the same amount. Comes the master Shekel Hashem is she in particular that each and every year gives exactly the same amount. Why is that? See, he wants to say a fascinating idea. In, in the future, the master Shekel is going to be the master Shekel which provides for the Kabbalists. What happened with this master Shekel in the, in the, in the, in the midbor? So Rashi explains later on that that was the, that was what the, that donim were made out of the master Shekel. The donim were silver, and Rashi cashes out the six the six hundred thousand men. There produces the amount of silver necessary to make the Adonim. The Adonim were the sockets, the silver sockets, which the Russian of the Mishnah would stand in. So, let's talk about these, um, the Shkolim which are designated. Perhaps we learn that they went through the construction of the Adonim, the sockets that supported the Russian of the Mishkan. Um, thus, the reason why everybody's be equal Presumably reflects Hashem's will that each and every year will have an equal share in the Adonim. So you must then get to know these Adonim a bit better. So what are, what's the purpose of the Adonim? The Adonim? One thing we must be aware of is that the Adonim we refer to are only those of the Mishkan proper. There were Adonim for the Murim of the Mishkan courtyard as well. They were made out of copper. And they came from the donations of the Parsha Shumba. Only by the Mishkan itself did the, the specification of equality exist. Let's close our eyes for a moment to try to imagine what the Adonim looked like. Essentially, each Eldon consists of a receptacle designed to hold one of the hands protruding from the Krushim they supported. Right? The, the Torah describes the, that the bottom of the Krushim had Yodos, had this peg which came out, so like a, an extension, and it went in the hole in the Adonim. So an Eden was this, this square or rectangle, but a rectangle piece of silver with a hole in the middle. It's a receptacle for the yacht. We try to conjure up their appearance in the assembly process of the Mishkan. Minds I can envision long rows of shimmering silvery squares gleaming in the sunlight. The receptacles are yawning like open, open like gaping mouths, simply yearning to be filled. Only once filled will they achieve their individual shlemis. Till the crush were inserted, they remain incomplete. Though what we are about to say is somewhat drushi, Right? Can't make this stuff up. There's room for this kind of Torah as well. What? Is that a word? We just made it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. If there isn't, it should be. In our picture, we can see how the form of the Adonim goes hand in hand with the material which, which makes up their essence. Silver is called Kesef and Lashon Kurdish, which comes from the language of Kisufim, or longing. He says the reason why the word, the word Kesef fits the description of money perfectly. Money is, after all, that which is worthless in its own right, through which it seems all one's kisufim can be attained. Money is just a vehicle for getting something, for, it's, for attaining your desires. So kisufim is the language of desires. Pancakes in the attic. What? Pancakes in the attic. Pancakes in the attic. <laughs> the very form of the Adonim expresses their longing for the, well, that makes up their essence as well. 
And what is it the Dunim long for? They long to receive Shlema's completion. Um, so anyone who's been through the world of yeshivas or seminaries is well aware that we're not all capable of equal intellectual capabilities. Everyone's given the strengths they need, much everything they can with the capabilities they are given, but we're not all equated equal in this way. However, there's one way in which we're all called upon to be equal. That is in our chukka, our longing and yearning to grow and achieve the statements in which we created. The master shekel, the cast of master shekel is this idea we're going to make, we're all going to be part of this process of, this, of having a hole which you want to fill. That everybody's equal in. Everybody can reach the same level of shuka, of desire. How much you feel, how much you're able to put in, we have different cases of capabilities. But when it comes to the desire, there's no limits. I personally began learning in the yeshiva in 1946 in Gateshead. I want to know there were survivors who experienced the worst kind of things, horrors that no one could ever imagine. One of the men was unable to retain his learning. And no doubt that the horrific experiences that he endured were the cause of this. But although he could not retain his learning, his passion and yearning were unbelievable. He begged anyone and everyone to sit and learn with him, notwithstanding the, the fact that he would not remember what he had learned. He was Mr. Eden. He was a person who had, his whole being was this concept of desire. Because when it comes to yearning for terror, we must all be equal. Um... Let us try to use pressure to demand ourselves to live lives filled with thought. Let us think about those little packages of three coins, two from the inner meaning, something about how our lives were intended to be lived. Wow. What? Amazing. Amazing piece, right? Wow. Like, yeah. He took like this most. I'm saying the savor is delicious. It's just like, yeah, like every every you know essay, the depth of thought, the range of thought, and the, you know. He has many, many swarm now. He's published many, many swarm. This is the first one on Chomesh. Um, so... Where'd you get it? I got it in the mail, because I'm, I'm on his mailing list. He, for years and years, he, he, he was very involved in, in, in help, helping the Russians. Uh, you know, he, used to go to, he was going to Europe when, when, before the glasses, when they were it was clandestine, meeting with people and learning. And then when it, he became very involved in bringing them to America to learn, and she was developing yeshivas over there, etc. And he would publish a safer every year, and he used it as a fundraiser. The donations went to help cover these, this, uh, so that was for years and years. Um, he also did the art school. He did, he, um, Yechez, he, he did the art school Yechezkel, and Divra Yomim, and Iyar. They gave him like the three easy ones. You know. The easy ones. <laughs> like, they needed somebody of his caliber to do those, you know, so he did those three. Which that's like, forget, that's like out of, his ear was out of this world. It's just like out of this world, how depth, the depth to it. Understanding. Also he has advantages, he's, he's, he's very, he's very broad, you know, he's read a lot of the philosophers in the original. Like, you know, I think, he, he knows German, he knows French, you know, I think he knows Latin and Greek also. <laughs> yeah. So he, he gets into, the, he's read a lot of the, the, that stuff, he's a you know, German background. Um, so it, this idea, the one, the one thought I want, you know, just add my one thought over here. We're giving it to Stalker, we're not giving it to Basim Mikdash. Right? So the more gives a conversation between Rubikiva and the governor, the, the Roman governor, so Turnus Rufus, her Russia, the more labels him with the phrase of Russia. Not everybody's going to get that label, you know. 
coming to Russia, turning service to Russia. You got to be really pretty bad to get the label. Yeah. So the more has a conversation in Tainas between Rabbi Kiva and Tzernas Rufus. The Tzernas Rufus says to Rabbi Kiva that if Hashem wanted the Neem to be rich, he would have given them money. So why, if Hashem really cares about them, you say that Hashem loves the Neem and cares about them, so why don't he make them rich? Arguably, the, 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 and, the, and if he didn't, it means Hashem wants to be poor. What right do you have to give them the money? Like this is ain't Rand, right? You know, right? Right. So Rekiva says that Hashem loves Aniyim, and He made them poor. That should be a scuse for us. That we should become part of the process of taking care of the Aniyim. So the Sefer Achinuch really in in Parshas Mishpatim on the midst of Havol to Anani. Without calling the Gemara, he discusses this idea. Shem gave us the money because he wants us to use it to give. Because when that happens, we move out of the world of being takers to becoming givers. And Hashem wants us to become givers, not takers. So Hashem says, I'm going to create a world where there's people which have needs. And the wide brush says, Well, these people are the ones who have needs. And even only has a mitzvah to give stock up. He has a minimal amount per year. Right? So, um, because that allows all of us to become more like Hashem. Because Hashem is a giver, he's not a taker. And, like Desa talks about in his Kutus said that that once a person is nifter and the Shema goes back, the Shema can only connect to the Baruch the Shema is in the Shema of a giver. Because then it's like, it's like, it's min, it's min, motza min, it's min, they connect. But if the person is a taker, they don't connect. You know, there's a famous joke, story, whatever, you know, apocryphal, totally apocryphal, about this fellow who's zeichel to get to, to be shown Ganadin and Gehenna. So he walks into the Ganadin room and there, there's people, there's food on the table and the people are eating and Mamash, they're so happy and they're having a great time. Right. The next room he walks in and says, look, see the Ganadin room. He says, well, there's a table laden with food, the same food, everybody's sitting there morose, nobody's eating anything. So he says, like, what's going on? It looks exactly the same. He says, the forks are very, very long. And you cannot maneuver the fork into your own mouth. So in the Ganadin room, each person takes the food on the fork and feeds the person across the table. So everybody's having a good time. In the Gehenim room, they never they can't think of that idea. So they keep trying to get the thing into their own mouth. And Mela is starving. <laughs> so her rest of rights, it says, a person cannot change who he is after he dies. If you're not a, if you're not a giver, it, can't, it doesn't happen that. That's what the more the more says, Rishoy, even the Pesach Gehenim, they're not, they're not close to the Shuvah. It means they can't. Once they're in the Pesach Gehenim, it's, all, it's too late. The Hebrew to Kodesh is because we're givers. The Rishoy made a world which he gave us property because that allows us to be givers. So the purpose of property is, not that we should have property, so now we live in a world where we can become givers. 
So I told you once that Rabbi Rucham says that was the, the, that was the fallacy of communism. Why well, communism has to fail? Because it took away all private property, so there's nothing to give. But what I what I would what's I, 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 I showed you this recently this idea about that. Let, 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 did we discuss this? Kind of, I thought about, about the, 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 the owning the, the thoughts, the ideas. Okay. I had a following. I, I came to the following thought process this year. I, how did it happen? It went from property to destruction of, man, of human beings. What happened? So, let's say, imagine we decide we're going to redistribute, redistribute wealth, right? Total communist society. We take everybody's wealth and we redistribute it. So, everybody gets $100. Now, I saw this idea when one of the, like, you know, the, the economists. Now, I come up with an idea. I, 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 I make an invention, I write a book or something. And now, you say you want it. I said, oh, I would like, you know, you pay me for it. I said, gladly. So, you take. $10 out of your $100 and you give me for the book. And you do that, and you do that, and you do that. So now what just happened is there's, we set up with 100 people, every, 99 of them have $90, right? And I have 9900 9, plus my original 100 So we just, so I mean, that, um, that's not unfair. It's my thing. I created it. So for communism to work, it's not enough that, that we share our possessions, we have to share our beings. Everything I create is not mine either. All right. So I, I moved from a state that, that not only is my money belong to everybody, to the state, but my thoughts belong to the state. Well, once that happens, the human being no longer, with the, the whole mouse of the human being has to be given to this. Otherwise, it's going, you, get, you will have an inequality by definition. Because if there's something that still remains mine, eventually that can be, that will, change, that will create inequality. So everything has to belong to the state. Well, everything belongs to the state, so I'm not a human being anymore. I've totally destroyed the, the human element of the, the person. So then we, the, the bodies can be, they get in the way of the state. You, you remove them. It's like, you know, you've got to get rid of, rid, rid of anything, which is, there's waste, there's waste product we've got to get rid of. So that's what happens. I never hit that. It hit me that, that so the reason why, what Ruchel was saying, that communism can't exist, because it's not just the question of the physical possessions. It's the whole, God is other that I'm a somebody who is, has something which is mine, and I'm willing to share it. And the act of thing, taking something which is mine and I feel a connection to it, and sharing makes me a giver. If it's taken away from me, I'm not a giver. Yeah. So I never became a giver. So the whole purpose of the Bria is being destroyed. That's the fallacy of communism. So regardless of what's happening, that's the vehicle of Truman Hashem. You want to come closer to Kodesh Boruch Hashem gave you the vehicle that you can have something which is yours and then you give it so, it's on the Shmuz on, on Tuesday. The, the Goin says, I, I mentioned this I did before. So, the, the Zeris Purim. Kill out all the men, the children, everybody, and all their property will be taken as booty. 
So we go to the guys. Listen, you know, here's the deal. We're gonna what, we're gonna kill your father and your mother, all your brothers and all your sisters, all your kids, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, everybody. And not only that, we're taking your money. Really? Like, I care about the money at this point in time. He says, everybody. That's class. I mean, that was a tough and ashim and ushalom avoyus. We're taking the money. That sounds like you know Jews, you know, like you know, <laughs> money or life. Well, I'm thinking, you know, like you know, like, like you care about the money at the point in time. The coin says what the pasuk is saying is that the chasim of a person are part of who I am. It's not, it's not I and I happen to have the chasim. Merchant made the nature of man that we connect to our property, and therefore, when it's being destroyed, we feel part of our being is being destroyed. Why does that make that? Because it's very, it becomes very, very significant when I then choose to give it to somebody else. Well, if I felt zero connection to it, it would mean it wouldn't be meaningful when I give it away. It's not. I'm not. I don't become a giver that way. But if I feel connected to my money, I worked so hard for this money, and then I give it to somebody else, I'm becoming a giver. Right. So the people are like, you know, like I worked so hard, I deserve to keep it. Yes, and that's exactly what you're supposed to feel. And the next step is saying, but even so, I, 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 I want to be a giver and get, use that, which is my hard-earned money, for somebody else. That's the Truma Hashem. The Truma Hashem is that idea that I can, that I can become like a Kodesh I can become part of this n- new world of people which move out of the group A into group B. I live my life with, purposefully. That a Kodesh has a pur- purpose for me. And part of that, a major part of that is the process of being a giver. That was the thought.